Today on The Real Life Girl, we are talking about how to cope with girl drama. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to The Real Life Girl. I am your host, Bianca, and happy 2023. It is a new year, and I hope everyone has had a wonderful holiday. I don't think there's a better way to start the new year than talking about how to resolve little things because there's so, so many issues that take up our personal time and daily life that I think we can really put to bed. And even now, I think it's so normal to hear about girls who once got along and did everything together, who now don't hang out again, they hate each other on social media, and it's just a new norm, and I kind of hate that that's what we've come to. So this week, we're going to be talking about how to cope when girl drama gets out of control. But before we do, I want to tell you guys about my new free downloadable ebook. It's Three Steps to Defeating Anxiety, and it is on the website at therealifegirl.com, and I'll link it down below. And it teaches you three steps to defeating anxiety because I go to counseling for my anxiety and this is something that I've done for a really long time. And so I think that now I've become an expert at it so I can also help other women. And also, if you're someone that struggles with a mental illness, it's just so easy to tell yourself that you will never be free from it, that you'll never find freedom, that it'll always just take over your life. And I think that this guide is really encouraging in defeating anxiety because it is possible. So I will have that in the show notes and I'm so excited for you guys to download it. And this is like completely free, which is the best. I love free. It's my favorite word. So go ahead and grab it. Now, I know you guys have found yourselves in countless situations where words get misconstrued, things are misinterpreted, and there you go. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. It is girl drama, and it just happens out of nowhere. And it's really easy to want to put your own opinion in there, to want to turn on other friends, and like I said, it does really terminate and tear apart friendships, which is not fair. And while thinking of this episode, I thought, what could I say to the girl who's hoping to kind of exile drama out of her life, who's hoping to not really take such a big part in it and not let it affect her? Because I've been that girl. I know you've been that girl as well. And it's really challenging, especially when you want to remain neutral. And also if you want to be godly as well, because I have my own opinions, but I also don't want to gossip, but I do want to be helpful, but I don't want to negotiate. And I don't want to be, you know, I want to be neutral and kind as possible. My first step into any girl drama kind of situation is saying as little as possible when you don't know the full story. Because like I said, so many things get misinterpreted and I would definitely use this as an opportunity to ask yourself how God would respond to this. I've had girlfriends come up to me and say, oh my gosh, did you know what Bethany said to her? And then, you know, you kind of like instigate a little bit and then little by little it just turns into this like gossiping match. Some really convicting questions I've began to ask myself is one, would God continue to gossip about someone or would he continue to take part in this situation? And two, would God say things in heat of anger? Because I have felt my heart literally drop when I find out that a girlfriend is talking about me or she has said something, she's betrayed me, she's done something that is worthwhile, all of these crazy emotions. And sometimes I even have to ask myself, do I really want to talk right now? Do I really want to open my mouth and say what I'm actually thinking? And I'd like to keep this advice open to absolutely every corner because I do think that there's different kinds of conflicts. Like if you have a girlfriend that is mad at another girlfriend and maybe you're just caught in the middle. Or if you have a girlfriend that is mad at you and your other friends are caught in the middle. There's just so many kind of different perspectives. And that's where I strongly advise anyone to always acknowledge everyone's feelings because it is easy to fault the person who's at the center of the situation, whether that's you or another friend. 
let's have a candid moment because my guilty pleasure is YouTube shorts. I love them and they're like my favorite thing. So today while I was scrolling, I came upon a clip from this one show, Jenny and Georgia, and it's like a popular Netflix series. I've never watched the show, but I'm always curious to like watch new shows and like get to know new characters. So I was watching this clip and in the clip, there's this girl in the show and she was crying and she was saying like, I've had the hardest week and I feel like none of my friends were there for me. So one of the characters, Jenny, in the clip, she says, I've had a difficult week too, so not everything is about you. And as a member of the audience, like, it kind of broke me and my heart dropped because it would be the last thing that I would want to hear. And it sounds really cliche, but even asking a friend why they feel a certain way when someone is venting to you always helps. My thing is like, I'm always going to ask why. I'm always going to say, okay, and how does that make you feel? And I, I think, you know, it makes someone feel a little bit more hurt. Even if it starts feeling like a therapy session, at least it's like progress. And even asking those smaller questions and just finding out ways that I can better serve our friendship always helps because that always de-escalates a situation rather when I go in and I chip in and make it about myself. And I don't look at conflict as a bad thing because I think it really does build a better foundation for other friendships because the friends that I've had like falling outs with or I never thought we would come back from that are like one of my strongest friendships now. And also seeing how another friend handles those conflicts also gives me a good look at their character because I don't want to be friends with someone who flees at the side of conflict or who gaslights me when stuff is wrong. That's not a friendship I want to be in. And when I see those actions, that's when I'm out. Because I'm like, I've experienced that before. And so it's traumatic to me. So it helps me to know, you know, this person does. They, they are awesome at resolving conflict. And after it's resolved, you can look at the better goal of having godly friendships and being around Holy Spirit-filled women who really are lifting you up and encouraging you. Like I said, I wanted to apply this to any corner of girl drama, so I wanted to talk about giving a script for when you're not the one directly involved, but you're kind of standing beside a friend or, you know, a friend of friends or you're just in the middle. It really does help giving a friend a script because personally, I've been caught in a corner many times because I don't want to gossip about friends, but I have my own opinion as well. And it's easy to turn your opinion into gossiping. It's easier than you think and it's so crazy how it happens because gossip just kind of sneaks up on you. What I'm about to say reminds me of my elementary school days because I'm pretty sure this was like a lesson that we learned once and it was thinking of the acronym THINK, which is like kind of funny but it is really helpful. So it's five words and T stands for is what I'm saying true and H is it helpful. I, is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? Even if it's stating your opinion, like, is that necessary? It probably isn't. Is what you're going to say benefiting the other person? Is it going to help the situation? And you might be thinking, what does true have to do with it? Because I've had really wrong like parts of the story and I didn't know everything or what I did know wasn't even the truth. So the acronym has also helped me keep my eyes on Jesus because it's made me reevaluate the situations I'm involved in and also celebrating my friends' victories too. We are all living for the glory of God and we are all running the same race, but we're on different tracks. And it's easy to think, well, why is she moving forward and I'm just kind of left back? But if we're looking around and comparing ourselves to everyone else, it's like a whole lot of room opens up for like doubt, anxiety, frustration, and comparison, and really not trusting God. 
But if we keep our hearts close to the Lord, we aren't focused on what's around us, rather who's leading us. So when any kind of girl drama arises, it's always helped me to give a friend a script and saying, you know, this is what I think you should say and it really does help navigate a lot. And you can also give a friend a graceful suggestion to address the conflict and resolve it really effectively. I wasn't going to make this a point, but sometimes some friendships are just not worth being a part of. I remember in like my early middle school days, like probably like sixth grade, I don't know if that's considered middle school, but I had like a group of like two or three girlfriends and we would just always argue. And of course, it's sixth grade, like it's really dumb stuff, but it would just be of the most petty things. And it was just very like it was giving two faced and I didn't want to be a part of that. There's some friendships that are going to have conflict and that does make your bond stronger and better. But there are some friendships that the level of conflict that arises is not beneficial and it's just not worth it. And I've had friendships that I've had to end because of that. And it doesn't say too much about the person. I think it just says more about whether or not you guys are compatible. But like I said, when I see another friend dealing with conflict, it really does help me get a better look at their character. I'm not sure if you guys want to hear stories about my personal life, but I'm just going to go for it. So every morning I wake up at around 6am and today was a work from home day. So I get up and, you know, I go to the bathroom, I go to the kitchen, make some coffee and I have my phone and my Apple watch charging in my office. I don't charge them in my bedroom because... I will just scroll like all night and I will just be sleep deprived. So, you know, I put on my Apple watch and then I get my phone and I, you know, touch it to see what time it was. And I thought I was crazy, but my screen was just black. So then I start getting anxiety. I'm like, hold on. Why isn't my phone working? And the crazy thing is that I was getting alerts like, you know, from like, you know, texts or like whatever, like it was on. So immediately I start Googling like iPhone not turning on and, you know, none of the the tips are working. And then I YouTube like iPhone 12 not turning on. It was like during my morning quiet time as well. So I was like, I'm not going to let this stress me out. So I read my Bible. I prayed to Jesus. I was like, Lord, you know, I don't want to spend $800 on a new phone. Like I just like, please, I need you to work a miracle right now. I am happy to report that my phone is back up and running and I just feel so good. Like I just, there's nothing better when technology malfunctions, but then it starts working. It's the most satisfying feeling. I think that concludes today's podcast, but I'm so glad we talked today and I'm excited to kick off a new year with you guys. It's been exactly one year since we've had the podcast and I know there have been some of you guys listening since day one and I've gotten so many emails and so many messages from you sweet listeners and it's just so amazing because sometimes I think I'm just rambling and then you guys inspire me with your kindness and your thoughts. My free guide, Three Steps to Defeating Anxiety, will be linked down below as well as all my other social medias so that we can chat and be friends because I always love hearing from you guys. And with that being said, I will see you guys in the next episode.